when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Now, we've been contacted by some listeners asking us to highlight the plight of a family from the travelling community who have been living in a mobile home in the picnic area of Fomoy Town. This week, the couple with their four children, who, by the way, are all under the age of six, have been told to move. They say they've nowhere to go. John McDonough joins me uh, with his story. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Natasha. Um, you're welcome to the programme. OK, how long have you and Natasha and your four little children, how long have you been living in that mobile home in the Fomoy area? We're living in the, in the caravan there for about, um, about... We're living that spot there for the last um, 12 months, over 12 months. Where were you before that? Before that, we were in, um, in my father's yard there, in the caravan there, because we had a house before that there. About three years ago, we had a house. We are in it for about two and a half years, only three years, and the landlord's daughter moved back from uh, Australia, so she wanted to move back into the house, so we had to move out, isn't And did you try looking for another rented house in the area? Yeah, we tried, we tried looking for a rented house all over the whole place there, but there was no one really getting back to us. When, he, when they heard we had four kids, they didn't want to hear about it. You're not the first person that we've heard that from. For some reason, landlords don't want families with young children. It's 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 crazy. Now you've are you on the council housing list? Yeah, I'm on the council housing list there for the last six years. Have they offered you any housing? No, they offer us nothing there. They don't want to help us. They don't want to hear about us. Huh? It just comes on here with an eviction here. Told me there Monday even the guards came along with a with a form. Told me if they're here for Thursday, they're not going to be arrested. The council made a complaint. And have they suggested where you should go with your no, with your caravan? Like you said, they've nowhere. They says nowhere for me to go. Just to get out of there, they told me that's it. Like you said, like I'm not gonna move in, I'm not gonna move in a caravan out of here for nowhere unless they have a suitable a suitable combination for me and my family to put it under under the heads. Then what? You've been there for the last year, so you've been there. I mean, last October we had the storm Ophelia. Then we went into a couple of big freezes. The storm Brian with the storm Brian with all. Yeah. No, there's trees. There's trees. There's one tree that fell right in front of my caravan, and there's one fell right in the back of it. Now, when the storm comes, the trees are hitting the roofs. But nobody even came out to see what we did. Are we live out there? How do we get on? They just didn't care. Like I said, we were there through the bad snow as well. There, we were there. Like I said. We had a small caravan. The caravan we had there was too small. Uh, too small. The youngest little baby I had, she was two. Uh, she pulled a kettle of hot water down the top of her hand. Oh, dear God. So we got, and they got all mildew through the bad weather. The caravan got all mildew, so I had to get a bigger caravan for the family. Is it hard to heat? 
it's hard to heat. Look, we're running off a generator and running gas. Like I said, we're running uh, off a gas and we're running off a generator, like for electricity. Like, people think that we want to be there. Like, we don't want to be there. Like, we want the house or home over our kids, isn't it? Like you said, we have no electricity there, we have no water there, and we have no toilets there, you know Would you move to a halting site, John? We'll move anywhere. If you give us anywhere, if you give us a house inside our camp, any place at all, we can put the car in once the electricity there and water and... Uh, electricity and water there and toilets there for the kids, and you know, of course they will, isn't There's no halting site in Formoy, though, sure there isn't? No, I don't think so. I no. don't think there's anyone, no. But there's loads of, there's loads of places around Formoy around the council there, but when it comes to the council, they don't care about anybody only those steps, isn't Stay there because Fiona Kylie, uh, a local woman, was one of um, the listeners who contacted us yesterday about uh, John and Natasha and the children. Good morning, Fiona. Good morning, Patricia. Um, you've gotten to know the family. Yes, I've got to know John and Natasha and their kids over the last year. And they're a lovely, decent couple, you know. They're, they're just, they're, they keep that area beautifully clean. Um, you know, their their houses, you know, their their mobile home is spotless. It's nearly cleaner than my own. It's, I mean, it's it's fabulous. They're really not doing anybody any harm there. And I suppose what I'm asking is just that they be left there until a house becomes available. Um, it seems to me that the council and the housing corporation and everything, they just want to move them on because and then they're out of sight. And it seems to me their attitude and the government's attitude indeed indeed is out of sight, out of mind, you know. If they're moved on Friday, they'll still be homeless, you know. Um, so but all, but all the council are doing, uh, Fiona, is, is, is kicking the can down the street. If, if they yeah. force John and Natasha to move, they'll move somewhere, like what they did with Emma O'Driscoll from Beachfield Estates. Emma had to get out. And she ended up uh, outside Old Kilcrumper or New Kilcrumper Cemetery. Uh, they're going to move her again, let's be honest. So yeah. see, it, 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 you're just moving them down the road somewhere else. That's not a it's, solution. It's appalling. I think it's absolutely appalling what we do to people like John and Natasha. I don't know Emma O'Driscoll, so I suppose I'm just here to support I know, John and I know. Natasha. And, and John, it's I mean, important to point out, you are a native of Fomoy. Yeah, I'm, um, like I said, I'm in Formoy since nine years of age, like I said, I'm a local lad down Formoy, like I said, I'm here, we're here over 20-something years, so like I said, I went to school here, like I said, I boxed for Formoy, like I said, I paid GA holding the football from Formoy, like I still play soccer there, I remember, remember of the guards there, remember of teachers, good friends of mine down in school, I still play there two, three days a week there, every week, isn't it? Like, I'm well known in this town, like I said. There's, there's no complaints given about me. There's nobody can say nothing bad about us because we don't do nothing to nobody. We just mind our own business and just get on with our life, isn't it? And as Fiona has said, uh, you, you you go to great lengths to try to keep the area as clean as you can because it's very difficult to live in somewhere no, where you don't it, have it services. Is, it, is very, it is very difficult to live now. And I tell you too, fair play to Fiona there, like I said. Uh, we appreciate everything that what she did for us, and she's a great woman there. Tell you too, and God bless the woman. She comes in there and she helps us out there at times, a bit of a bit of washing and uh, drying the clothes. And I tell you too, we'd be last without her, isn't? Well, well done, Fiona. Okay, let's let's get the council's um, view on this. Councillor Noel McCarthy uh, is on the other line. Uh, good morning, to you, Noel. Good morning, Patricia. Noel, morning, I hate sir. to say, here we go again. Yes, Patricia, but there's, there's, there's a bigger picture here. And I, can I just first of all start off by saying I know John, I know the family, I've good time for John and all his family, he said the family, very nice people. And I've spoken to John about this case where he is at the moment. But I said to John and I say it again today, 
This is the wrong thing to do. This is an amenity area, a picnic area that hasn't been used now for 12 months since John has been there. Just Can the I just about actually... Uh, Patricia. Uh, yeah, I let I? I let you in. Just, yeah. just, just let, okay. just, just let Noel finish the point. I'll come straight okay. back to Fiona. You yeah. finish your point, Noel. Yeah, thanks, Patricia. No, and I understand where Fiona is coming from, and I, and I, I know she's she's doing good work with them. But the council must take a stand here. It was like speechy. We, if everyone did what John and Natasha were doing, well, then we have no control with our housing list. And if the bottom line here, Patricia, is to go into an amenity area like this to get a house off the council, well, it's totally unfair to the other 400 people plus on our housing list. This is not the way it works. You must work with the council executive and housing to get a house. Now, John was out with his parents for a, a good length of time. He did make representations to the council. They didn't look after him, but we have a housing crisis and we have people uh, like John looking for houses as well. So, but doing it in this thing, like the one in Beachfield, is wrong in my opinion. Okay, if you can't give him a house, can you give him an alternative location for him to put his mobile home? Well, my advice to John, which I said to him again, would present himself to the council, say he'll move out without having to get a court order from the amenity area and let the council take it from there. But the council executive won't work with not just John or with anyone that's doing the wrong thing. And in this case, like the one in Beachfield, like the one in the amenity area here, it's the wrong way of going about it. Okay, Fiona, can I talk please? Okay, you can, John. I just want to bring Fiona in and then I'll bring John in. Fiona first, you wanted to pick up on those points. Fiona? I, I suppose, Patricia, there's just a few points I wanted to make. John and Natasha wouldn't be there unless they were absolutely desperate. They are desperate to get a house. They have been on the housing list for years. That's why they're there. The second thing is I have been passing in and out that amenity area for 17 years, and I have never once seen anyone have a cup of tea in that picnic area. And now there's a new petrol station less than 10 seconds drive inside and from I, where there's a whole choice of places to go and eat inside there. So no one is ever going to stop inside there for a cup of tea again. And the thing, you know, Noel is saying he needs to go back to his parents, they need to go back. But of course, if they go back to the parents, they're probably going to be told, well, you're, you have a place now, you're, you know, we're going to put you down, the, you know, on the list of priorities. So it's not, it's just not good enough, people. You know, they're just trying to move them on and take them out of the sight of people and, you know, and that's just not good enough this this day and age. They're desperate. They need a house and they need it within the next few months. I mean, they're facing a winter out again in the cold, you know. And, and if it's I, anything I like last winter, enough. let me bring John. John wants to pick up on some points from Noel. John, I'll bring you back in. Yeah, now listen, now, Noel, he said he came to me. Noel, he never came out to me one day and never chat to me nothing. Like you said, Noel, Noel, he never came out to me once for a chat here and there. Like I had to go to the office and looking for Noel. He had to get his number and I had to ring him on the phone to talk to Noel there a couple of, about a month ago. That's the last time I was talking to him. But the way he's putting it in, like I'm going the wrong way about it, like you said, so is it okay if I get a big mobile and put it outside my father's, call it big alibu again, like above in Beachfield, have uh, protested neighbours out again and all the this and that, and watch in again, like move again, then move where? Like I said, if it comes to me, and if I have no place to go, I'm going to get that mobile, and I'm going to pull the mobile somewhere else. It's only as simple as that. And if I have to go down to the back of the council, down by the back of the courthouse with that mobile home, well, I'll do that. If I have to do that, I don't want to do that. So, uh, like I said, I'm quite aware I am. I look as want to be left alone. Leave me there till you have a house for me. Otherwise, I have suitable... 
uh, combination for me before that, before they have a house for me, one another, like I said, because I genuinely have nowhere to go, my missus don't get on my mother, so like I said, I'm not coming back up around the house, and we won't shoot torture up there, nobody knows my mother, father, there's quite people, my kids, there are two kids there, like they're HD, they break down the whole place, that's why, uh, that's why, like, I need room for my kids, they're mostly playing around. All right, uh, and uh, and uh, John, uh, listen to you that your your wife doesn't get on with your mother. She won't be the first daughter-in-law not to get on with no, the mother-in-law. So, I, so I, I wouldn't worry about that. Fiona, yeah, can you I want just, yes, Fiona. Yeah, can I just say as well, Patricia? You know, the what the housing department offers sometimes is what's called emergency accommodation, where you sleep in B and Bs. You've heard mm. them or mm. hotel rooms. Mm. We have my husband and myself. We have three children. There's five of us. When we go, if we're trying to go away for a night, for a weekend or whatever, we can't get a common, we can't get a hotel room or a and b that takes five. No. They have six. So what you're doing is you're taking two rooms, you're paying twice the price and you're splitting up the family. And that's not good enough, you know, this day and age. They're just a lovely young couple that are trying to raise their kids the best way they can. You know, giving them or even suggesting emergency accommodation or anything like that is just not good enough to be breaking up families. Okay, and okay. And no, no, your simple solution is they have to get out and that's it. Well, no, Patricia, can I start again? John is right. I didn't call to the picnic area Trotton because I felt that was the wrong thing for me to do. John did ring me and I spoke to him on, on a good few occasions. Again, I want to say again, John is a very nice f- person and his family are, and I'd help them in any way and I'd help them 100% but I won't help in the, in the situation they're in. They must come out, they must do what everyone else does and do the right thing. I'll be the first person to help them then in any way I can, be it for to get a house, be it to try to rent one through a hat or so on. But I won't support someone that's doing the right the wrong But John, John raised an issue that we've heard about from other listeners as well, uh, Noel, and I don't know what the solution to it is, that people on the HAP scheme and families with young children, I mean, John's got four under six. There, there are landlords who just do not want, for whatever reason, to rent to families with children. And you're right, and John is right. It will be very difficult to get a house, but we must try, and we must, and, and John must make the effort. And I'll be the first one to support him in that effort. But there's a landlord's market now at the moment, as you know, Patricia. They can pick and choose their clients now, which didn't happen a number of years ago. We have a difficult problem, but I'm pleading to John to present himself to the council in Mallow, tell him his situation, how bad it is, and leave them work with him from there. Noli, uh, Noli McCarthy, I'm over here on the council right now trying, trying, trying to get well, a meeting now. I'm well trying done, to get a meeting well off. I'm trying to get a meeting yeah. off the council. So, Loney, you know your hands out. Like, why are you worried now about me all of a sudden? Like, when you want to worry about me for the last six years, when I went to when we went to you with situations there last year and two years ago, we told you we were sleeping in the back of a van. Like you said, you didn't care about that either. He wouldn't give us confrontation. We came over here looking for Muriel. Muriel told us f off, and she told us that you don't do that no more. So what happened? Can I, can no, yeah. So we know the choice to get a caravan to move in. Like, we don't want to be doing this. Okay, let Noel respond, Noel. Again, and I, I can understand John's frustration. I understand how much under pressure he is. But John must understand, I am only a counsellor. Like my colleagues, we can only make representations. 
to the executive. We don't give out the houses. But I certainly did it before for John and for other members of his family. So, like, I help everyone I can, and I help everyone on the housing list to the best of my ability. But we don't give out the houses personally ourselves, Patricia. We can only make representations. I think that point needs to be made very clearly. Okay, somebody says, uh, Patricia, who uses that picnic area in uh, winter? And somebody else is agreeing with Fiona. Nobody nobody ever uses that uh, picnic area. That is a rubbish reason to ask these people uh, to move. Okay, so John, you're with the council at the moment, are you? You're trying to... Over here, trying to get a meeting here with the council. I'm trying to get a me- Okay, Noel, can you even help out with yes, there getting will, a meeting? I, okay, I'll actually ring John. Or I'll ring the okay. council now because I was going doing it anyway. Okay, we we we, we 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 will leave it there for now. We'll let John talk to Noel, see if we can get at least get the meeting going with the council, and see if there can be some solution. And Fiona, thank you by the way uh, for contacting us and, and highlighting the story. Um, good morning to you all, and, and 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 no doubt it is an issue. We will return to uh, Councillor Noel McCarthy, uh, John McDonough, who is living with his family in that picnic area in Formoy, and uh, Fiona. Kylie, who is just a woman from the area who got friendly with the family. Somebody says, would Fiona uh, like them to park in the green area in Bartlemy? I don't know where that's actually uh, coming from. Um, Reed John and his family said somebody else does. Councillor Noel McCarthy not realise that John is six years on a waiting list for a house. It's not like the Beachfield Estate case, says a North Cork listener. This is a completely different uh, story and different case. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.